it's obvious that uh, you know the Celtics are uh, you know rivalry with LA and there's a renewed uh, fervor between both these towns and uh, you know it's something that uh, you know has been anticipated now for the last couple of weeks and so here it is. Man, it's a great feeling. Uh, you never take these moments for granted. Uh, this is a opportunity I have for my second trip to the finals, knowing that a lot of guys never make it. So we're we're real excited about this. Gonna soak it all up. Gonna enjoy it. Uh, it's nothing like it. I mean, being the, the only team, the last, one of the last teams standing. You know, all the all 28 NBA teams got to watch us now. So it is down to two teams, the Boston Celtics and the L.A. Lakers. Yes, we will all be watching together as well as the losing teams, as well as LeBron James, watching the NBA Finals, the rematch from 2008. Kobe Bryant, Paul Pierce, KG, Pau Gasol. We'll have Bynum on the floor this time. Will it make a difference? couple newcomers. We have Rashid Wallace on Boston and Ron Artest for the L.A. Lakers. Now, even though there are some new cast members to this uh, movie, uh, there are definitely some old players uh, that will reunite this, uh, this rematch. And we have Phil Jackson talking about that issue. No, you know, this is a, a whole new situation. I mean, we have some of the members of our team. Um, we have four or five new members of the team, but some of these guys remember, you know, how it felt, you know, to, to lose. There's nothing worse than losing in the, the finals. It's, it's about as low as you can get after being, you know, riding a high, getting through three series and going into the fourth one in the finals. Um, you know, I had hoped I'd never experienced it, but I've done it twice now. And so I know it's, it's real difficult summer after that. <clears throat> after we came back to the playoffs last year, I ran into Paul Pierce in a complex where my daughter lives in uh, L.A. And I said, get it back. We want to meet you in the finals. So here it is almost a year later, and we have this opportunity, both of us, to renew this rivalry. So there we have it. We definitely have all the pieces to the rivalry since 2008 when the Los Angeles Lakers lost to the Boston Celtics. Now, I guess I was wondering on how this rematch will really work out. Now, the last time the Boston Celtics was in a championship, of course, they won. Uh, the next year, 2009, KG was hurt. Uh, you know, the Magic beat them. They went on to face the Lakers, losing in five games. So, uh, you know, the Lakers, okay, yes, they did lose to the Boston Celtics. So, you do definitely have that rivalry there. And them wanting to uh, see them back in the finals, I guess, for some redemption. Sort of like the Olympics. But... The thing is that the Lakers won the NBA championship last year. So, I mean, how much fire is sort of still built up into them? Who knows? Because they are the defending NBA champions. So, you know, of course they want to, you know, I guess show everybody that they can beat Boston. That, you know, uh, I guess definitely Kobe wants to, uh, you know, let people know that he can beat Boston. He doesn't want people thinking that he couldn't, you know, beat KG and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. And, uh, you know, I could definitely see that part of it. But either way, it's going to be a great game. Uh, you have some new pieces, like I said. You have Rasheed Wallace, who uh, tweaked his back sort of in the Orlando game. But it would definitely be useful uh, to face L.A. And with Bynum on the court this year, even though he's a little banged up, uh, that will be great. It will be good to see Ron Test see what type of matchups the Lakers uh, bring to the table. Uh 
Paul Pierce will probably be guarded by Ryan Artest. But uh, I'm really not sure. They might put Kobe on, uh, on uh, Paul Pierce and let Ryan Artest uh, run Ray Allen off of all the uh, screens and things like that. So we are... Uh, so Kobe won't really get tired uh, and be able to focus on uh, more of the offensive game. But, of course, Paul Pierce will try to put him in the post, which we see Kobe do now all the time. But with Paul Pierce having uh, such a little bit lo a larger frame, uh, ha having a little bit of a height advantage, we might have to see how that works out. But uh, Kobe does have great defense. So uh, they'll probably switch back and forth sometimes, depending on how the, how the game is going. Uh You'll see KG against Pau Gasol once again. We need Pau Gasol to, uh, he's definitely seeking re uh, redemption because back in 2008, that's when he was definitely labeled. I guess he was labeled even before that just from being a European player with the soft tag. But, you know, Kevin Garnett pretty much dominated him in the finals, and uh, Pau Gasol did seem a little soft. And uh, so it will definitely be a, a good matchup to see how, um, Powell really takes that. Is he going to really go at Garnett? Do we really see a different Powell out there in the court? And like I said, we have Bynum out there now, which a lot of people said, well, if they had a Bynum before, maybe they would have won. But even this year, Bynum's, uh, you know, having his uh, injury problems, so we don't know how much, you know, how effective he would be. But Perkins is a pretty good defender, as we saw him on Dwight. And uh, even though Dwight has limited moves, Bynum has you know a little better moves, but he, he definitely isn't as dominant as uh, Dwight Howard. We definitely see how that plays out. Like we said, we'll see how Brian Artest situation plays out. Uh, he'll definitely, I, guess, I believe, he'll be a better defender. Uh, he's been playing a little better. He's a little streaky. Same with Lamar Odom out there. But it'll be great having Lamar Odom actually come off the bench uh, this this year instead of him starting. Uh, as with in 2008. And uh, so, like I said, this rivalry is definitely uh, steaming up. And this is the matchup everybody sort of wanted, I guess, after LeBron lost, of course. But I do have to mention that. I guess everybody still wants to see that LeBron James-Kobe Bryant matchup. Will we ever see it? I have no idea. That's another point I want to just get on uh, for our sidetrack here. But this free agency uh, sort of conference is happening between LeBron James, D Wade, Chris Bosh, and uh, Joe Johnson. I just want to get you guys' take on that. And should players really be gathering up and asking questions to each other or informing each other on what teams they would like to go to and what situation they're in? I, I don't I don't think that they should be meeting up at all. I think you should just worry about your own self and worry about your own team and, and do what you want to do and get the money that's out there for yourself. I don't see the need to talk to anybody. I can care less what LeBron was doing if I was D-Wade. First of all, if I was D-Wade, I have a ring, and I can care less definitely about all the other players out there that they're talking about that don't have a ring. So I would just worry about my own self, uh, worry about which teammates I'll be playing with if you are going to leave or if your organization is going to pick up some, some free agents. Just let, just let the GMs do their jobs. It's just not like these GMs are in their offices uh, looking stupid and waiting for a player to come in and knock on their door and tell them who to pick. They know how to do their jobs. That's why they were hired. Let them be the GMs. And with this sort of LeBron sweepstakes, I, I guess I, I get it, but I don't get it. I mean, this guy, of course, he has some great individual stats. He's a great season player, but once he gets to the playoffs, I guess you could say, well, he has some great playoff series, but yet he has yet to prove in anything in reality. 
he does not deserve the title of King James. He should be called Peasant James, in my point. So all you free agents out there, he's sort of going to be. I get you. Def he definitely needs some other players to play with. They talking about, uh, you know, Chicago. I don't really know or see how LeBron James will be playing uh, with a sort of a pure point guard, if you want to call that, as Derrick Rose. But Derrick Rose definitely needs the ball in his hand. And I can't really see LeBron coming off a pick and catching a ball and raising up and hitting the you know, mid-range jumper. That's not just part of his game. So uh, who knows? I mean, if you get LeBron on New York, you'll be happy for the regular season. When playoffs comes around, who knows? You might be sitting at home like he is this year. But let's get back to the true matchup, which is... Uh, Boston Celtics versus the Los Angeles Lakers, and like I said before, I didn't know how renewed this, you know, how or how uh, serious this rivalry is. But uh, listening to Derek Fisher's answer during the uh, press conference when they received the trophy uh, definitely gives some signal that they definitely still remember the loss and the pain that they had, even though they won the championship last year, losing on their home court and uh, sort of getting embarrassed by the Boston Celtics. Uh, so let's hear Derek Fisher's take on uh, what happened in 2008 and uh, how they're going to come out this year. Uh, you know, losing that game on our home court, you know, we felt like really was a turning point. And uh, at the same time, we're not going to rest on the fact that we have home court advantage. Uh, but we're looking forward to getting this thing started on Thursday night. So from Derek Fisher's comments, you could definitely take, see that the Lakers are definitely going to take this uh, series very serious and look for some sort of redemption out there. So that definitely makes for a great finals, and hopefully it'll be much better. And you know it will just because of the hype from last year, Orlando uh, Lakers championship. And uh, last time the Boston Lakers were there, it was a pretty good series, but you knew that the Boston was going to take it after a certain time. So... Hopefully, this will be uh, a much better series than that as well. Uh, also, hearing from Paul Pierce's perspective, he talks about uh, seeing the end of the light of the tunnel, that he's getting older, and you see how much pressure he's sort of putting on himself. And the Boston Celtics, if you know them, they love to put pressure on themselves. And he uh, tells us how he will not take this championship for granted. So listen to Paul Pierce. We never take these moments for granted, especially at this point in my career where it's winding down. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. To get back here is, is a great accomplishment, but it'll be even greater if we win another one. So there you have it, folks. Uh, next, we'll come back during the series and uh, you know just run down how everything is going. I want to hear your predictions. I believe that the Boston Celtics will win the series in... Six games. That's my prediction. That the Boston Celtics will win the series in six games. And I will tell you why on the next podcast. Let me hear your answers, what you have. Write them on the comments of my blog, Mr. West Philly. That's one word, no period. Mr. West Philly dot blogspot dot com. Also write your comments. I'll probably put this up on YouTube. Uh, YouTube is YouTube.com backslash or slash Mr. West Philly and just hit me up on the comments let me know your thoughts as well thank you once again for listening to the sports report with Mr. West your host right here I will see you next time